evening, it's uh, Brian Byrne here on Cam Glen Radio and this is Music in the Key of Life. Thank you so much to Bill Kilgore for his wonderful show. <laughs> I was just about to put an announcement out that I think he could have left his phone in the studio. Um, but a wonderful show nonetheless. I'm Brian Byrne, I'll be with you in the next couple of hours. Thank you so much for your company. Going to start off from 1986 uh, and this is Smiths and this is Ask. is nice and shyness can stop you from doing all the things in life you'd like to so if there's something you'd like to try if there's something you'd like to try ask me I won't say no how could I coyness is nice and coyness can stop you from saying So if there's something you'd like to try If there's something you'd like to try Ask me, I won't say no, how could I? Spending warm summer days indoors Writing frightening birds To a butchered girl in Luxembourg to the Cam Glen Express every Friday night showcasing music from every continent around the world and beyond Fridays from 8pm on 107.9 FM Cam Glen Radio It's out there Yeah, Stephen Payton he joins us at 8 o'clock 
right through to 10 o'clock. What was a wonderful show when Stephen has the mic. Uh, so I'm Brian Byrne. This is Cam Glenn Radio, 107.9 FM. Kind of bank holiday weekend, long weekend. Hopefully you've got some big, fun, funky, sassy plans. Whatever you get up to, uh, I'm sure you are looking forward. And it's going to be dry-ish and there's good weather around the corner. So we can something to look forward to next week. Uh, tonight's show, uh, a variety of different things. I've got an interview later on in the show that I did with Marco Rossi. Marco uh, was uh, the guitarist of the Kevin McDermott Orchestra, a wonderful guitar player, um, some great stuff with uh, the KMO, and she uh, has got a new album out on uh, the 29th of May. Uh, it's called The Sincerest Form of Flattery. I uh, caught up with him a few weeks ago and had a bit of a chat about that. We'll play that a bit later in the show. Also, a brand new track by The Selector, messed up by The Cure, The Beatles, Talking Heads, Pearl and Genie, uh, some Tina Turner, uh, one or two of her tracks, uh, and much, much more. Uh, as I say, I'm going to play a track from Marco's album. The album's called The Serious Form of Flattery. It's track number three on it. It's by a band called Spirit, and this is called My Friend. <laughs> Said that this was the end Cause now it hurts much more My friend But I know someday that my heart will end And love again My friend Treats you better than I Then maybe then you look in my eyes See your lies alone Uh, that's my friend, that's off 
his brand new album, The Sincerest Form of Flattery. Uh, I'll have an interview with him a wee bit later in the show. Uh, next up, brand new music out today off the Human Algebra album. Uh, selected a brilliant night, seen them the QM a few weeks ago. Top form, album's great. Great night, loved it. Uh, so brand new single out today. This is a selector on Cam Glen Radio, and this is Big Little Lies. <laughs> new music brand new music from the selector that's uh, big little lies off their new album 
uh, human algebra. Uh, they, they are uh, out and about touring up and down the country. They were in Glasgow a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this week, again, we get some real terrible news within the music uh, business. Um, there's a word that's kicked around a lot, uh, legend and, and all that. And there is a lot of people that uh, have contributed hugely uh, to the music industry over the last 40, 50 years. Um, but none more than Tina Turner, in my opinion. Um, there's a lot of great female vocalists out there, but Tina Turner was, in my opinion, spectacular. Um, in her early career, uh, we know all the big hits that she had there in the late 60s and through the early 70s, and but in the 80s and beyond, she reinvented herself as a solo artist uh, and conquered the world. Um, as a as a performing artist, she holds records for the highest attendances, uh, concerts all over the world. Um, uh, I was I was fortunate enough to see her in I think it was about nineteen eighty six, um, and it was brilliant. And uh, I'm going to play the support act from that night as well. Robert Cray just after it. Um, I didn't know which song to play. There were so many. I might play two. Uh, I wanted to play. Um, this one uh, is a fantastic track, um, but I could have played about 10 or 12 tracks, no bother. Well, to give you this one from 1984 of the Private Dancer album, this is the wonderful, legendary um, Tina Turner on Cam Glenn Radio. <laughs> places and the men are all the same you don't look at their faces and you don't ask their names you don't think of them as human you don't think of them at all you keep your mind on the money keeping your eyes on I'm your private dancer, a dancer for money Do what you want me to do I'm your private dancer, a dancer for money And any old music will do I want to make a million dollars I want to live out by the sea a husband and some children Yeah, I guess I want a family All the men come in these places And the men are all the same You don't look at their faces And you don't ask their name I'm your private dancer A dancer for money I'll do what you want I'm your private dancer, a dancer for money, and any old music will do.
Super Tramp. Nothing but the dream. Beach Boys. To Prince. And everything in between. Tune in to Sharon McGinney's Mixed Bag. Every Tuesday morning from 10 a.m. Only on Cam Glen Radio.
Yeah, that's a fabulous Robert Cray. Uh, smoking Gun, that's off uh, Strong Persuader. Uh, for that, we had the wonderful Tina Turner. See, I went to see uh, Tina Turner in 1986 with my Anne and her cousins Moira and Janice and all the family. It was a fantastic night, and the support was Robert Cray. And uh, as I see, absolutely love his playing, I love his singing, and I think I've got nearly all his albums. Surprise, surprise. Um, as I say, I'm Brian Byrne. This is Cam Glenn Radio, 107.9 FM. A couple of weeks' time, I'm going to see The Beat at the Glasgow Barland. Um, supports Bow Wow Wow. I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Annabelle and obviously Dave Wakeland. I'm really looking forward to the day, the full day. Uh, hopefully going to go in a bit early and meet up with Dave for a quick hello and a cup of tea and his words not mine um, and as I say uh, it'll be a cracking night cracking uh, artist going to play the beat for you in a minute but I'm going to play a track by King Skashka uh, he is in the band and he is a joy to watch uh, he's an absolute entertainer uh, gives everything an EP, uh, an EP a few years ago with uh, Neville Staples. I'm going to play a track from that. This is King Skaskia and this is Rude Boy Skankin. Rude Boy Skankin. Rude Boy Skankin. Now let me hear you sing. Rude Boy Skankin. This is a rude boy thing. Rude Boy Skankin. No trouble. Tell them 
this is Dave Wakeling and you're listening to Music in the Key of Life with Brian Byrne on Cam Glen Radio. Dave Wakeling, The Beat, Rankin Roger, it's Hands Off, She's Mine for that with King Skaska and his Rude Boy Skanking. I'm Brian Byrne, this is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM in about 15 minutes time. going to interview with uh, Marco Rossi, uh, chatting about his brand new album, but going to play a, a brand new track from Kevin McDermott. Kevin McDermott is working <laughs> feverishly um, in the studio right now, he does wonderful stuff on um, social media and Facebook, gives us wee clips and updates and little snippets of information of what's going on behind the scenes, which is, I think, going to be an album called Sniper Davy, and uh, we are looking forward to that coming out at some point in the future, but he has got a new track out just now, and I'm delighted to play Kevin again on my show. This is his new track on Cam Glen Radio. This is Kevin McDermott and look who's come to say goodbye. 
Kevin McDermott, brand new track from him. Uh, Look who's come to say it good by um, maybe about 10 minutes. We'll be an interview with Marco Rossi. Um, say before that, take you back to 1987 uh, off the Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me album, The Cure on Cam Glenn Radio. And this is just like heaven.
And now for something completely different. Resurrected from the ashes of the millennia. Millennium trance. Trance, but not as we've known it. Every Saturday. 9pm until midnight. Upbeat rhythmic sounds of the millennium era. Only on Cam Glen Radio. Stick. 
Fucking head. Uh, it's Wild Wild Life. That is off the True Stories album from 1986. Before that, we had Just Like Heaven by The Cure, and that was from 1984. Was it? No, it wasn't. It was from 1987. Of course, it was. And uh, as I say, I feel like my show is turning in a bitchy corner. But uh, we did another uh, uh, piece of bad news in the music industry coming out from the. The world of the damned, um, their bass player uh, during arguably one of the finest periods of the band, uh, Aldi Ward, uh, passed away this week, a very young age of 63. Uh, after a kind of long illness, he was in the damned for a while, he was in a band called Tank. Uh, he passed away on the 17th of May, age 63. He was on the Machine Gun Etiquette album, which came out in 1979, which is magnificent. Cover. Everything is magnificent about it. It's a type of album you just want to put in a frame and stick it in your wall. Uh, I'm going to play a wee uh, damned track from that album in tribute to Aldi Ward. Uh, see, this is uh, Plan 9, Channel 7, The Damned, and Cam Glenn Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Stay. 
Yeah, that's damned on Cam Glenn Radio. That was Plan 9, Channel 7. That was from 1979 off Machine Gun Etiquette. And that was goes out to Aldi Ward, the bass player at that point. Uh, sadly, very passed away um, in the last week or so. Uh, see, I'm Brian Byrne. This is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM. Featured artist tonight is uh, the wonderful Marco Rossi. He's got a new album out. Uh, Marco was a guitarist in the Kevin McDermott Orchestra, um, but he has a brand new solo album coming out uh, on the 29th. Um, you can get it through uh, Friends of the Fish Records. Um, it's a cracking album, cracking cover, and uh, <laughs> it was virtually impossible to put this show together. There's 12 tracks on the album, and uh, technically I'm allowed to play four over the whole period of my show. Um, and I got it down to six. Um, so I've got my decision coin with me, um, but I'm definitely going to play this one because uh, it's one of my favourite tracks of the album. Uh, the wonderful Marco Rossi on Cam Glen Radio, and this is called L.A. <laughs> i 
Marco Rossi. Um, it's the track of his brand new album, it's his sincerest form of flattery. That is called LA. Uh, I caught up with Marco uh, a few weeks ago uh, to chat about his album. Uh, I'm going to play a bit of that interview just now. Marco Rossi and Cam Glenn Radio. Uh, delighted to be joined, Cam Glenn Radio, tonight by uh, the wonderful Marco Rossi. Marco, thanks for joining us in Cam Glenn again. An absolute pleasure, Brian. Thank you for having me. No, as you see, I was really lucky um, a few weeks ago, getting into Cam Glenn and a letter for me and a package from you with your new album, um, The Sincerest Form of Flattery which is out tomorrow, uh, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. So uh, a new solo album from yourself. How did that come about? Um, It was kind of by accident, really. I was just, um, I've been recording an album of like original stuff upstairs and I was kind of enjoying the process so much that um, I was kind of inventing excuses to to do a bit more and to get more used to to the, uh, the hardware, you know. And uh, I sort of thought, oh, you know, I'll just I'll cheer myself up by, you know, because these are fairly grim times, aren't they? You know, and I thought I'll cheer myself up by recording stuff that's the opposite of what we see on the news and stuff. You know, uh, sunshine pop. Oh, great! You know, and uh, so I was kind of doing that really for my own benefit, and you know, just to hopefully get like a handful of likes from some pals on Facebook. Yeah. And um, and then um, Keith from Three uh, Demel Records got in touch and said, "What are you thinking of doing with these?" I said, "Well, nothing. I've I've kind of I've, I've done it." And he said, uh, "You know, how would you feel if we want to stick them out?" I said, "Oh, great." <laughs> So that was really flattering, you know, um, and lovely. It's real kind of validation for me because, you know, anything you do with the best will in the world, you're kind of doing it in a vacuum. You know, you don't really sure. know. Um, you know, and uh, so that was really lovely. I'm still kind of bemused because, obviously, I, just, I really did just bang them out. You know, I didn't kind of think about them too deeply or anything. You know, there was a kind of – I thought about what songs I was going to do, obviously – you know, but yeah, the actual... I, I was going to ask you that because when I uh, when I arrived and I, I opened the package and I looked at the the track list and the, the songs and the artist, I thought to myself, I don't know any of these really <laughs> that well. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah. uh, and played the album uh, and I've played it a few tracks um, since I received it, um, and they're absolutely brilliant. Um, oh, so, so how, how did you come about picking the tracks? Is that just your playlist, or was there a story I, behind you picking any of them? Well, there's it kind of both. Uh, you know, you know, the, all of them were songs that um, I'd always loved. I'd loved for you know, like forever. You know, and uh, they're all ones that I thought I'd really love other people to hear these. You know, in the way when you're sticking like a mixtape together. You know, you're just thinking, I really, you know, I really want my pal to hear how great this song is. You know, what I mean, you're just so enthused about it. So I thought, um, if I'm doing this, you know, if I'm sticking this on Facebook or whatever or on YouTube, I mean, you know, maybe one or two people will hear it who haven't heard the original. That's great. You know, that that's it's on that level. You know, um, but also the the kind of thought at the back of my mind, harking back to what I was saying earlier about. Um, about these being sort of like grim times, like, you know, uh, politically and all that kind of stuff, I kind of thought, what what's the opposite of that? You know, these very loving, sunshiny songs, very kind of open and inclusive and compassionate and all this kind of stuff. So that was kind of, that was the subtext really, you know, I kind of thought, I'm just going to do these things which put out this 
lovely feeling to the world rather than this horrible pinched thing that we're in, you know? Oh, so, um, that absolutely. Was... Exactly. I mean, there's, there's one track in particular. I've played it twice in my shows. Um, so it's the second or third track on the album, L.A., Oh yeah, honestly, uh, that just totally mirrors just what you were saying there um, about that the feel and the vibe of that track. That should be played out out in the streets all through, <laughs> all, all through the summer. You know, uh, people are walking down the street with their shoulders down, head down, and that's blasting from Tano. He's never mind your emergency alerts <laughs> we get from the government. <laughs> that. It, yeah. it, it's really, really great. And I always think it's a measure of I mean you're a proper musician, but oh, it, it's a it, it's a it's a, a it's always a testimony that they can pick songs from obscure songs and bring them in to get the spotlight that they probably deserve. Um, totally. A lot of bands have done that over the years, stuck covers on their on their albums and made them like the Beatles did it, you know, yeah. they made a lot of cover like um, my, my, the Clash and people like that. Yeah, for sure. Um so yeah, I mean the songs on it are really great and it's actually chucked me down a rabbit hole <laughs> of looking these bands up. Great, because that, that's kind of the idea. I kind of you know try to direct people to see God, you've got to hear this band. They were you know that particular song um it wasn't even released at the time. I mean, it's, I only discovered it kind of when there was a, a retrospective of this band, Orange Bicycle, you know, uh-huh. and I was thinking, God, that's probably the best thing they ever did. And they didn't even get it released at the time. It's a travesty. So Absolutely. I didn't, I didn't actually know that. But I mean, yeah. uh, as you see, it's such a, a kind of bright uplift. I mean, it, you know, it probably reminds me of a kind of, um, you know, late 60s mamas and papas vibe and I, I don't really totally. know the original that well but the, the, what you've done with that track oh I just yeah, I, I just had the whole, I, yeah it was just so enjoyable too because it was one that I'd always thought god you know I love that song I really really want to play that I want to sing it you know I, I just wanted to like a lot of these things I wanted to know what it felt like to just walk about inside the song you know what I mean yeah and just just inhabit that that headspace for a while and um that's a beauty and uh, the funny thing is that's I can't remember now, but I think that's probably the only British cover on there. And Orange Bicycle, they were you know they were kind of a, a a UK harmony pop band, but they obviously were gazing fondly across the water at you know yeah. the Marshall Papas and the Association and you know all those sort of bands. And uh, you know that's really lovely. They really really cracked it. And ironically, you know, like I'm saying, <laughs> it never even saw the light of day until the mid nineties, and it's insane. <laughs> Because it's an expression I absolutely hate, you know, when people say, oh, that band were a one-hit wonder. Um, no. I mean, I, I think if I had one hit, I would, you know, put a big spotlight on it and let everybody know. But uh, there's lots of amazing tracks kicking around that people don't know about. But, sure. I mean, people who know you, Marco, um, from your, your career with Ken McDermott and all that, they know you as a, you know, a wonderful guitar player. Um, but I was amazed to read, you know, that you recorded everything on this album. Is that is that yeah. even the dr- even the drums? Yeah, yeah. That's um, I I um, always start with the drums because that's obviously uh, the thing about the the room that um, that's it's my eldest son's old bedroom. You know that I record the stuff in, and it's it's a small room. You know, so um, 
and I stick the drums down first, but um, even with the headphones on, it's so small, this room, that I can't hear the click track, so I've had to record everything without a click, so the drums are the click, as it were, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, you know, I don't think my timing strays too, too much, fingers crossed, I don't think it does, but... Um, yeah, that's you know, uh, it's a nice little kit, and it sounds great in that room. So, so you get this kind of confidence from that. You've got a nice drum track in the pocket. You can think, right, oh. fine. You know. But I mean, as I say, we we all know you as a wonderful guitar player. And the guitar <laughs> on this is is amazing. And um, uh, but I thought to myself when I was thinking about questions uh, to ask you, I thought oh. it, it would be quite a fun if you put together this fictitious Sergeant Pepper type band and giving yourself <laughs> a whole load of travelling Mulberry type names. <laughs> I know, but do you know what? I sort of considered it for a while then I thought oh, this is bound to, this will end, this will end badly, you know. <laughs> I know, but I mean, the, I mean, the music, I mean, the music is really, is, uh, I say I do genuinely love the album and, and I, 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 I sometimes get a fear when people send me music, which I'm really fortunate that people do, um, when I when I when I listen to it, and I have that fear that I'm not going to like it, and then oh, I'm going to have no. to go back and I yeah, it's great, but not really. But your your album, I, I literally have been playing it um, since I got it, and I see I played a, a few tracks off the album over the last few weeks leading up to the release tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you. But you mentioned earlier that uh, is there a possibility of some original material coming or have you recorded that yet or yeah i I, I have done uh, i'm sort of i'm about uh between half and three quarters of the way through um uh doing final mixes and mastering all that kind of stuff so it's it's all there it exists it's an album's worth uh and that was the thing that i started off doing the covers just came along kind of halfway through to kind of distract me <laughs> you know but um uh yeah it's uh it's something that um, I mean, this is me saying this. I'm, I'm actually proud of it. You know, it normally takes me, I don't know, at least ten years to kind of look back in something and think, "Oh, it wasn't too bad, was it?" You know, it this thing I think, bad. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's yeah. kind of like, this thing I think objectively sounds like a good album to me, and that you know, uh, I'm my own harshest critic. You know, uh, and it's again, it's it, you know, I'm playing everything on it. Although I've got um, some guests playing on it who are playing stuff that I couldn't do. You know, there's um, uh, this fantastic woman called Lucy Hackett playing flute on a couple of tracks. Brilliant, brilliant musician. Uh, my old friend Roger Beaujolais, he's a vibraphone player, uh, um, playing vibes on a couple of things. Fantastic. And uh, another old friend, Simon Swarbrick, who is the nephew of Dave Swarbrick from Fairport Convention. Yeah. He's uh, he's done like um, string arrangements on a couple of things. You know, um, really it's so privileged to have players of that caliber playing on this stuff. Remotely, you know, all of it's remote. Yeah, um, I mean, it seems to be the the, the 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 new thing that people are uh, are doing a lot of. I mean, I mean, you're not you're not uh, a, a novice to like you know get into a, a like a bespoke recording studio uh, yeah. with the band and whatnot and and making yeah. albums and single. I mean, the the whole process. I mean, like doing a track. I mean, how long does it take you? Or is it something you're quite familiar with? Um, I've become more familiar with it you know to be honest the um uh i sort of uh, you know i bought this particular laptop because it had garage band on it and that's that kind of you know home yeah. studio stuff but i was so intimidated by because I've, I've got a lot of pals who are great musicians and they're also great technicians as well and um i thought i can't possibly you know and i really caught myself out of even pressing the own button for 
years, you know. And I think it was in the third lockdown or something. I thought this is a perfect opportunity to actually just get on with this and do it, you know. And um, so I was kind of encouraged by the fact that it didn't sound appalling to begin with. <laughs> and from that, yeah, I, I just sort of built up. I'm still very, you know, the, what comes out at the other end sounds a lot better than it should do because I'm really the amateurish in terms of, I'm using one microphone, that's one mic for everything, you know, uh-huh. one mic on the drums, you know, it's the same mic I use for singing into, <laughs> and wow. in front of drums, all that, you know, and, uh, but it just, if it sounds okay to my ears, I kind of figure, well, I can trust my ears to a certain extent, um, and uh, so I've got kind of, yeah, I've got more used to it, I'm, I'm still kind of a novice in real terms, but, uh, you know, I kind of think, because I'm so influenced by a lot of stuff which has got, uh, a fantastic production to my mind, but it's not it's not a fantastic production in real terms. It's really noisy and clattery and yeah. you know, lovely. It's it's not um you know uh, nothing's kind of um uh, compartmentalized in it. You know, it just sounds like a big sounds like a band playing together. And mm-hmm. I love all that kind of stuff. So that kind of that plays well into what I'm doing because you know I don't necessarily I'm not after incredible cleanliness and demarcation. You know, yeah. that's what I'm doing. A big noise. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm the same. I mean, Santa Claus treated me to a, a nice Boss Katana amp at Christmas. Uh, oh, I'm a, a real technophobe, but I'm, I'm tiptoeing my way through the, the raft of effects and whatnot to try and <laughs> put a shine on my guitar playing, Marco. But, um, yeah, but I think I think the album, um, right the way through, it, it does have a really full and lush sound. Yeah, it's um, it's as much a surprise to me as it is to anyone else. You know, um, I think, I think what hopefully what comes through is that um, I was so enthusiastic recording this stuff. I was just thinking, God, I can't believe I'm getting to play this. You know, so the performances, um, I think, are very spirited because you know I love the songs to begin with. You know, and I'm just thinking, I'm playing this song, ah, you know, <laughs> um, and uh, so there's you know that's a big part of it. That's something that you can't really. You can't necessarily quantify how much love goes into something, but you know, I think sometimes it is kind of palpable the other end. You know, I think you really hear that. You know, th- this person <laughs> loves this song. I hope that's the case anyway. You know, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Know. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I think that if you have that enthusiasm for the music, uh, I mean, you, you can look at the careers of loads of bands, and you can kind of tell um, on various albums. Where, where it's not been good in the room, I think, anyway. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, you I subsequently so find out... I, mean, I, I, I don't know, I'm sure you have uh, watched the, the Get Back documentary. Um, oh, yeah, the Beatles. absolutely. But, I, I mean, I, and I had... I, I, I've loved the Beatles for 40 years or more. Uh, yeah, sure. and, and the history I had of that time during that period was quite dark. Uh, yeah. But, but when I I watch I've uh, I I've watched that nine hour documentary about four times, and the, you can tell in, in like disc three the the vibe in the room was getting better and better. There was an element of nerves, but there was, there was oh. a bit more enthusiasm towards the end product, and you get that on the roof. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and that was the thing; it was a real corrective to to what we'd been told previously that, you know, that it was a very, that it was very cold and um, everybody hated each other by that time. Right. And, you know, you sort of, it, it was like any relationship. Obviously they had ups and downs and, uh, but, you know, the fact was that they still had that 
incredible alchemy, that incredible bond. And they were you know, building that stuff up kind of on the hoof. I mean, it's kind of amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. The, the thing I really liked, and you know, we're going to kind of get off, off the beaten track here, but <laughs> uh, it, it was like, the, you know, the, the footage from the basement at Savile yeah. Row, you felt as if you were kind of looking over their shoulder. <laughs> You're thinking, and, and because you knew the finished track, and they yeah. were they were kind of jamming away at these uh, kind of embryonic, you know, bits and yeah. pieces of songs. You knew you know where it ended up, and you were kind of almost filling in the words, going, "Just say that." Oh, it's, it's so <laughs> close. You're so close. Yeah, I'm kind of jaw dropping because it's like, what you mean? Those songs. There was a time when those songs didn't already exist. It's really strange. You, know, you, know what I mean? you can think, God, I've lived with these things that you know. You just think they're carved in stone, and there they were, taking shape. I mean, it's it's a real, it's a privilege. I mean, what, oh, what it totally is. But yeah. see, sorry about that. taking you off the off the. No, 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 love it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, your new album, the sincerest form of flattery, is as it gets out tomorrow. Um, and I know you are multi-talented. We have established that now, but uh, you can't do everything. Is there any any thoughts of taking these tracks onto onto a stage? And do you have people that could play along and fill in the gaps? Oh, we phased there. You okay? I, we, I, we phased out there. I, I was, I was just uh, any any possibility of taking these tracks onto a stage and people filling in the gaps for you? Uh I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I've I've had this band down here, um, uh, Gothic Chicken, for years and years and years, playing like psychedelic covers like that. You know, uh, we're doing a gig uh, in August. Um, it's quite difficult for us to play more than once a year, once every two years, because everybody's busy and everybody, uh, uh, Al, the bass player, lives in, in Bristol and stuff, you know, so it's quite difficult. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of doing something like that anyway, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, you know, with uh, the rest of the stuff, I'm, I really I really don't know. I honestly haven't thought that far. I haven't I haven't thought about you know, it. Still, I'm still grinning at the thought that it's actually coming out. Coming out, yeah. <laughs> No, so as I say, your the, the new album's out tomorrow. Uh, the sincerest form of flattery is out on Fruit de Mer Records. Marco, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, Brian, thank you. Absolute pleasure. Uh, as I say, I'll keep uh, supporting the album. And as I, I said to you, if you're ever dotting about Glasgow on a Friday night, six to eight, just chat the door and you'll be more than welcome again all of a face-to-face chinwag. Fantastic, I'd love that. Yeah, so thank you so much Marco, appreciate your time. Pleasure, Brian. Take care. Yeah, so that, that, that's it, we'll just, we'll just piece that into that song.
there's Marco Rossi. It's uh, off his brand new album, The Sincerest Form of Flattery. If you go into Facebook or Twitter, you'll be able to get in touch with Marco. And it's out on Fruits de Mer uh, Records. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. That track was called Here's Where You Be Long by P.F. Sloan. Let's see. Um, keeping in the theme, um, the guitarist that. Uh, I am led to believe got uh, Marco the job in the Kevin McDermott Orchestra was a little known guitarist called Robbie McIntosh. What an absolute legend! Um, he was in uh, Kevin. He played with Kevin McDermott on Miller's Nature Kitchen. I think that's right. Um, so I'm going to play a Robbie McIntosh track tonight. Uh, <laughs> I segued into that like a total bro. Um, this is off an album from 1999. Uh, so the album was called Emotional Bends. Uh, the Robbie McIntosh um, band, and this is the title track from the album. This is Emotional Bends. <laughs> I'm only trying to please you I'm only trying to ease your pain I'm just waiting for you to say You don't want me in the frame Well, you hug me and you kiss me And then you're hitting me around the mouth You treat me like a yo-yo, baby I think it's time to get out How can you say we're friends When you are giving me the Emotional bands You take me down so deep It makes me weep And then you hold me up again It's been like this From the start You got it down to an art form I'm just waiting to find you Baby, on someone else's own Like a diver Or a miner Who's searching for pearls or gold Pain or pleasure I need to find some treasure Before I get too old How can you say we're friends When you are giving me the emotional bends You take me down so deep It makes me weep And then you hold me up again How can you say we're friends When you are giving me the emotional bends You take me down so deep it makes me weep and then you haul me up again
that's Robbie McIntosh, and that's Emotional Bends, that's off the album Emotional Bends from 1999. I could do a whole show, <laughs> a whole night of songs that Robbie McIntosh has played on, people like The Pretenders, Dom Jones, Paul McCartney, you name it, he's played in it. A fantastic guitar player, uh, they feature him a little bit more. I think I'll make a note of that. I'm writing that down right now. Uh, last Sunday, I had a fabulous day. Uh, it was a beautiful day, out and about. Uh, went along to SWG3. Uh, it was a Q&A with uh, Lewis Capaldi. Uh, he's got a brand new album out, Broken by Desire to be Heavenly Sent. Um, he had um, a platform. He took some questions from... Uh, the audience, and he was in good form. He's a real entertainer. He's developed into a real personality, um, a real connection with the audience. Uh, the new album is fabulous. I have it here, and I'm going to play... Uh, there's a, quite a few tracks on it I could play, actually. Um, and I'm going to play this one. Uh, this is Lewis Capaldi uh, from the brand new album, Broken by Desire to be Heavenly Sent. Uh, and this is for Get Me. Isaac and nights are long, two years and still you're not gone Guess I'm still holding on Drag my name through the dirt, somehow it doesn't hurt though Guess you're still holding on You told your friends you want me dead and said that I did everything wrong And you're not wrong well, I take all the vitriol, but not the thought of you moving on. Cause I'm not ready to find out you know how to forget me. I'd rather hear how much you regret me and pray. Nights are grey, my heart is still your place, babe Guess I still feel the same No, you can't stand my face Some stars you can't erase, babe Guess you still feel the same Well, I'll take all the vitriol But not the thought of you moving on Cause I'm not ready To find Let you forgive me to let you 
the wonderful Pellinatini uh, through the echoes, and that was of last night in the Bittersweet. That was one of my favourite albums of 2022, and uh, he's a wonderful man altogether. Talking of wonderful men, Ian Donaldson's uh, re-released, revisited, uh, 1984 classic uh, H2O track. It's out there now. It's going to be in a fresh coat of paint. It's out just now. Play me tonight, Ian Donaldson and Kang Glen Radio, and this is I Dream to Sleep. Someone glimpsed across a dance floor that going home and loving in doorways a room to And through your heads and out through your mouth Else when, anyone sharing a sunrise I've never been a silhouette before Touch to the sound of young Americans All I might still
That's Ian Donaldson, I Dream to Sleep. I'm Brian Byrne, this is Gamblin Radio 107.9 FM. Uh, next up, Fabulous Waterboys, take you back to 2020, a cracking album, Good Luck Seeker. I uh, absolutely love this album. And uh, uh, the first track on it, one of my favourite of that year, uh, play for you tonight. The Waterboys on Gamblin Radio, and this is Soul Singer. Quicksilver moods the soul singer He's been around for 50 years Every crease of his face is a souvenir The soul singer He's seen it all, made every move Dude's got next to nothing left to to scoff about all the cats who ripped him off the soul singer his all time favorite song is the one about how the world done him wrong the soul singer they call him curmudgeon say he's a churl stories follow him round the Wherever he goes But what's in his mind None of them knows The soul singer He's done crazy He's suffered loss For the life that he lives He's paid the cost The soul singer Some say he's a bomb The very bee's knees Poet prince of the Jazzmatazz, the king swinger, ladies and gentlemen, the soul singer.
Waterboys, Soul Singer, that was off their album in 2020. Good luck, Seeker. I'm Brian Byrne. <laughs> this is Cam Glenn Radio. We've got about 20 minutes to go. Next week, I have a live studio guest, I hope. Uh, he's, in the, he's in the States just out. Uh, he's got a brand new album out, Anton O'Donnell. Um, he's got a new album about 11th of May, I think it came out. Uh, th- 40s and new 30, I think it's called. Uh, I look forward to speaking to you and meeting Anton next week. He was lead singer, uh, lead singer of Anton and the Colts. So he is a great singer, songwriter. He sent me a copy of the album and it sounds great. I'm going to play a wee track, a bit of a track that uh, I had out this year. Uh, uh, it was on the Cam Glenn playlist and for good reason. Anton O'Donnell and Cam Glenn Radio. And uh, this is Kindness. <laughs> I think the boys at the wheel straightening up the tires as they deal in blood were draped down with their kindness. Love the flunkies and aggressors with the guns by the side, doing as the toe were draped up with their kindness. Be a sinner of a saint, destitute, I repress. It don't cast much to show kindness. Lord, how we do and here. Lord, can't we show some kindness? I need it. 
fantastic. Anton O'Donnell, he's uh, going to be in uh, the studio next week, playing live, talking about his brand new uh, album, 40s and New 30, and that was a track called Kindness. I'm Brian Byrne. <laughs> it's quarter an hour to go. I don't know. This week was went by uh, like uh, a snail, and this last two hours went by in a flash. Thanks so much for spending a bit of your Friday night with me. I'm always very grateful for people um, who send me music or come on my show. Last week I had two wonderful guests, uh, Maureen Ward and Mary McVicker. Uh, a lot of lovely comments on Facebook about that. Uh, next up from 1986, this was a single put in Rough Trade. Uh, I don't think it was actually on a studio album, but it was out in World Won't Listen and Louder Than Bombs. Uh, the wonderful Smiths on Cam Glenn Radio, and this is Ask. <laughs> is nice and shyness can stop you from doing all the things in life you'd like to so if there's something you'd like to try if there's something you'd like to try ask me I won't say no how could I coyness is nice and coyness can stop you from saying all You'd like to So if there's something you'd like to try If there's something you'd like to try Ask me, I won't say no How could I? Spending warm summer days indoors Writing frightening birds To a booktooth girl in Luxembourg band and I say last week uh, we lost Andy Rourke. Uh, I want to do a little tribute um, to Paul Willow. Uh, he lost his wonderful daughter Zoe um, about a week ago um, and they're preparing all the preparations for 
funeral and um, everything that goes along with that is a Incredibly, I can't imagine. I really can't imagine. Paul's about the same age as me, and I think his daughter's always, um, you know, ages with my daughter. And as I say, there's no words I can put out that would, uh, you know, any words of comfort. Uh, but Paul's a, a well thought of guy uh, throughout the whole country. Uh, he does a lot of stuff for Specialized. He's a lot of things for other bands. Uh, he travels up and down the country with his band, the Scapones. Uh, we were lucky enough to play with him through in Edinburgh um, not that long ago and he's a he's a great guy and he must be going through an absolutely catastrophe just now and um, I, I think he knows from all the messages that have uh, came his way through social media um, that he's all, we're all, he's in our hearts and we're all thinking about him and obviously his beautiful daughter um, Zoe, uh, so we'll play this Scapone's track uh, tonight uh, for Paul and for his daughter, it's so, yes, is Gaboins from 2018, and this is a track called Cradle to Grave. <laughs>
has the wonderful uh, body snatchers, Rory Daka. She's down in Trin tomorrow at Seaside Sky 8. If you're going to that, I will see you do there. I'm really looking forward to that. That's me done for a next ne- another week. Uh, I'll be back with you next Friday with Anton O'Donnell live in the studio. Whatever you get planned over the weekend, yeah, you take care of yourselves, factor in some fun, and I'll see you next Friday. Finish with a bit of Tina Turner from 1989, wonderful track written by Mark Knopfler uh, off the album Foreign Affair. Uh, this is Steamy Windows.